0: Sleep is important. Like really important. See, God designed our bodies to need sleep. There's actually a whole bunch of biological and sciency stuff behind that which I'm not going to get into, well, because that's not really my specialty, but you should look it up if you're interested in learning more. The important thing to know is that sleep is good. I mean, really though. Who says that they feel worse when they get enough sleep and rest? No one, ever. I know you know that sleep makes you feel better. You're able to make better choices, live with more energy, manage stress better, be more emotionally stable and rational. And I'm speaking as one who raged in my postpartum months of lacking sleep, FYI. (laughs) Getting enough sleep is crucial to your overall health, not even just your physical health. How much better can you concentrate on things and focus when you're well rested, right? So my question for you to ponder is, why is it so hard to get enough good sleep to make sleep a priority? sweet mama welcome to healthy and empowered living do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again hey i'm lauren i too was a mom who wanted to lose weight I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon. Until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Before I dive into the practical, I want to talk about a few other reasons why sleep is important too. This is a hard truth I have to share with clients sometimes, but sleep is a way to give up control and trust in God. Now that might sound like I'm over-spiritualizing it, but hear me out. Why do you not prioritize getting enough sleep or what makes, what keeps you from quality sleep? Worry, anxiety, stress, busyness, distraction, right? So many scripture references here. (laughs) Do not worry about tomorrow. Do not be anxious about anything. Seek first the kingdom of God. Be still and know that I am God. Just to name a few, I believe that choosing to sleep and live in this natural rhythm that God created for our body is a way for you to demonstrate your trust in God and live in the truth that you know that He is ultimately in control. You can let go of the things that are worrying you or stressing you out because God's got you. You can slow down and not say yes to all the things because constant busyness is not a badge of honor God hands out. I think you get the point here, so I'll just leave that there. Along a similar vein, though, God did create sleep as a rhythm of rest for us, just as with the Sabbath, right? A phrase that's been on my heart a lot lately out of Hebrews 4, uh, verse 11 is, strive to enter that rest. And there's all sorts of context to that verse, which I encourage you to look up because it's really interesting and speaks to the rhythm of Sabbath and things like that. But the reason it's been on my heart is because it seems so counterintuitive to strive for rest, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But God knew. He knew that everything around us in this world would be holding us from it. Culturally, we hustle, we do all the things, we serve everyone around us, we just keep going and doing and don't stop because we think if we stop, then nothing will get done. Or, maybe worse, it won't get done right. Can I get an amen from all my perfectionist mamas out there? (laughs) Okay, I can't hear you, but I'm believing that at least a few of you amen to me just now. All right, so... As I say with your health in general, having a strong and foundational why is super important. So hopefully now you have a strong and foundational why for prioritizing your sleep and your rest if you haven't been. If you're kind of unsure of where you stand on the scale of super great sleep to I really need to make some changes in my sleep, I'll go over a few quick things. What I'm about to share is actually a a small snippet of my course and I go into so much more detail inside of that. If you're newer around here or you haven't heard me talk about it much yet, it's an online course called the Empowered Health Framework. I designed it with the busy mom in mind, so it's a go-at-your-own-pace style, and it's the exact framework I learned as I journeyed from overwhelm and exhaustion in my health and life to freedom and confidence. I teach you a step-by-step process of mindful nutrition, joyful exercise, and spiritual growth so you can live with more energy and less stress, so you can ditch dieting for good and let go of the old shame and guilt that might be plaguing your health past and live in the true confidence as the woman that God has created you to be. You can sign up or find out more at healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course. Anyways, <laughs> there's two main things that I think are super important when it comes to prioritizing your sleep. Bedtime routines and getting seven to nine hours of sleep each night. So having a good bedtime routine is key to getting good sleep. The routine prepares your mind and your body for rest. And I've said this before on the podcast, I think, but if you think about the importance of your kids' bedtimes. Bedtime routines, um, and how it affects their sleep, but don't acknowledge the same for you. Like you're missing it. (laughs) Following a routine for yourself is also super important. It's not just for your kids. It's for you too. What I mean by, by having this routine is like having the same few things that you do each night, starting at about the same time. Like I said, it signals to your body and to your mind that it's time to go to sleep. Inside the course, I have a whole workbook that walks you through assessing your current sleep habits and then building yourself a solid bedtime routine. Now, this routine could include things like showering, reading a book, stretching, journaling, but also should include the basics like getting your PJs on, brushing your teeth. Like all of that works together to create that routine that your mind and body will begin to pick up on. And then as you follow it longer and more consistently, you'll begin to notice how you'll fall asleep faster and fall asleep easier. So then getting seven to nine hours of sleep is the next one. That should be your goal every night. Now, this is kind of the generally accepted standard for sleep needs for the average person. I think it probably varies depending on the person, but ultimately, if you tend to feel tired more often than not and you're not getting at least that much sleep each night, you might start there as your solution. I will say that I get that there are seasons of life that prevent this. Like, The baby stage is a huge one. If you have a newborn that isn't sleeping through the night, it may not be realistic for you to get that much sleep every night, but it's a season. So know that when it ends, my prayer is that you'll begin to strive for sufficient sleep each night. Okay, well, now that I've set up for you why good sleep is important and then kind of set that standard for you to measure your current sleep habits around, let's get into the two surprising things that are affecting your sleep that you may not have recognized as a problem. Because the truth is that you may have a routine that you follow and you may aim to be in your bed for the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep, but are you getting good and restful sleep? Or are you struggling to fall asleep, struggling to stay asleep, waking up just as tired in the morning as when you went to bed the night before? See, these two things could be the culprits and they are drinks like caffeine and alcohol and then screen time before bed. So this first one, Um, Drinks like caffeine and alcohol might be a duh for you. (laughs) You may already know that those affect your sleep. To which I would respond, yes, but are you doing anything with that information? I realized actually personally um, that I had just recently fallen into a cycle that I really don't like to be in. I hadn't slept well for a few nights for some reason, (laughs) probably kid related if I'm being honest. And so then I would drink more coffee during the next day and then I wouldn't sleep well again that night because of all of the caffeine that I had, and then the cycle would repeat itself. Um, what I discovered was that all that caffeine was still affecting me later into the night and causing me to not sleep well and to stay in that cycle, but I had to choose to break that cycle, and I knew that it was going to be hard because it would require me to cut back on the coffee even after I hadn't slept well, so I was just exhausted. It took a while to get out of it, but I kept reminding myself that I am a woman who prioritizes her sleep, and that means not drinking the sometimes three to four cups of coffee in a day. Yes, I just admitted that to you. Even if I think it will cause me a temporary reprieve from my tiredness. So I decided that sleep was more important and cut the caffeine. So my challenge to you is to really assess where you are with your caffeine dependence and be honest with whether you're using it as a replacement for proper sleep right now. And then with alcohol it seems counterintuitive but alcohol actually makes you sleep worse if you drink it too close to to going to bed because while it may help you fall asleep fast as your body is processing the alcohol you're going to wake up in the night or not be able to sleep as deeply getting that truly restful sleep that your body really needs so if you're one who regularly drinks alcohol in the evenings to calm yourself down or whatever i encourage you to be sure to drink it at least three to four hours before you plan to go to sleep or even better Create a better or different routine for calming yourself down that doesn't require empty calorie drinks that impair your cognitive function. (laughs) Okay, that makes me sound like I'm against alcohol. I'm not, to be clear. (laughs) I consume some on occasion. What I am against is using alcohol to solve a problem that it was never meant to solve and letting it try to fill something in your life that maybe you should be looking for a healthier solution for. See, I believe that the dependence on alcohol is the problem, not the alcohol itself. Hopefully that makes sense. Wow, that was a tangent, but I felt like I needed to clarify that. Anyways, back on topic. So that was the first surprising thing affecting your sleep, like different drinks that you're choosing. The second is screen time before bed. And there's so much to say on this, but ultimately the main reasons that this affects your sleep is the light of the screen. Um, It messes with your body's natural circadian rhythm, which is your sleep-wake cycle that your body follows. Again, God created our bodies so cool um, because the darkness actually signals your brain to start producing the sleep hormones in your body like melatonin um, and whatever else it does. Again, the super sciency stuff, that's not what I'm trying to share here. So I'm going to get back on topic. Um, if you do want to hear more about that, you can um, send me a message and I can send you some resources. But yeah, when we're still filling our eyes and our brains with the light right up until we're closing our eyes, then just expecting our bodies to magically sleep when it hasn't had time to prepare, it's just not likely to happen, or should I say not likely to result in good, solid, restful sleep. Because I'm aware that many people fall asleep to the TV just fine, which is a tangent I'm just not going to go on right now. So it's actually recommended that you stop all screens time screen time at least 30 to 60 minutes before you want to try and fall asleep. So other things you could do are like reading a book, journaling, or just simply sitting in silence. Um, Those can be a lot better options to help really quiet your mind and get your brain ready to tell your body that it's sleepy time. (laughs) So the second thing I want to share is the mindlessness of screen time. It actually creates this overstimulation in your brain, not relaxation like a lot of people go to. So if you're one to scroll or play games on your phone in bed before you go to sleep as a way to "Quote unquote, relax. I'm just telling you right now that it ain't relaxed in your brain. (laughs) Two things are likely happening. One, it's helping you escape from processing the emotions that you're feeling at the end of the day, or even thinking about the next day. Just a warning that those pent-up emotions will come out in some way eventually, or they may even be manifesting themselves physically um, with various things. But my point is, scrolling on your phone is probably not the solution to the internal thing that's going on. Now, that could be a tangent too. Wow. Orange. Focus. Okay. The other thing is that, is that it's overstimulating you. A lot of times you're probably triggered by the things that you're watching or looking at, you know, whether you notice it or not. And that trigger could cause surges of adrenaline or feelings of anxiousness and other things like that. Now, you probably get the point, but, The reality is that we are affected in some way by everything around us. So be careful what you allow to influence you in the times that you're trying to create a calm and peace in your mind and your body, especially before sleep. So following up with not being in front of a screen at least 30 to 60 minutes before you go to sleep, I encourage you to work towards finding other ways to wind down from the day and process what all happened. That may be journaling, it may be talking to your husband, it may be praying and reading your Bible and spending time with God before you go to bed. Maybe it's doodling or coloring or doing a few chores. You know, it's going to be different for each of you, so find what works best for you. But the idea is to calm your brain and your environment, to slow yourself down and give yourself the time and space to process the day. Wow. Okay that was a lot. (laughs) I started off the prep for this episode with just a few points, but I guess God had other plans of what to share. So yeah, there you go. I pray this was helpful and gave you some practical things to take away so you can go get the best sleep that you can get. I would love to hear from you. I think this might be the first episode I've done on just sleep. So if you want to hear more like this or more on any of the things that that I mentioned today, let me know. You can post on our Facebook community or send me an email. Also, if you are in our free Facebook community, Joyful Health for Christian Moms, please join us in there. We'd love to have you. It's so fun to get to know each of you a little bit more and see all of you encouraging each other too and and see where everyone's at on their journey. So yeah, thank you for listening today. I pray you were blessed and empowered to continue forward on your journey of living healthy and empowered. (laughs) Lastly, if you did enjoy this episode, will you share it with a friend? My prayer is that what gets shared on this podcast can bless and empower as many women as possible on their health journeys. Do you wish there was a way to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health without feeling like it takes up all of your time? Do you wish that getting healthy was simple and enjoyable so you can have more energy for the things you love? I know what it feels like to believe that healthy choices will never come naturally. To wonder if you'll always feel this guilt and shame around yourself and your health in place of the confidence you desire. I know what it feels like to long to simply feel better and have more energy, even as a busy mom. Imagine if you consistently made your healthiest decisions and officially ditched the shame and guilt you used to feel so you can live in true confidence as the mom God created you to be. Imagine if you knew how to live healthy in a way that was actually simple and fun and allowed you to grow in your relationship with God. That's why I created the Empowered Health Framework where I teach you healthy living on a foundation of mindful nutrition, joyful movement, and spiritual growth so you can spend less time and energy worrying about your health and more time actually living confidently. Through this online course, you'll learn to naturally make the best decisions for your health in a way that honors the Lord without obsessing over diets or exercise, without feeling shame or guilt around every choice, and without taking up all of your time. You'll walk away with the most simple habits for living healthy without all of that overwhelm and confusion of diets and workout programs, so you can use your energy where you truly want and ultimately live out the changes you desire to make in your life, including getting to a weight that you love in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with God. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple and easy to follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. I'd like to personally invite you to join my brand new online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. There are now two ways to sign up. You can sign up as a go-at-your-own-pace course or with one-on-one coaching to keep you extra accountable as you walk through your journey. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course for all of the details and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love.